Welcome to the Above the Rim Game Day podcast brought to you by Penn Champions Club. I am your host, Vince Curran, along with the John R. Rockwell head coach of Mets basketball, Steve Donahue. Steve, trip up to Dartmouth and Harvard last weekend. Uh, you, you get a pretty complete effort on Friday night. Uh, you, you mix and match the lineup a little bit and then come back Saturday and another tough one, uh, you know, a close game that, that Harvard ends up prevailing at the end. Give a little insight into your into your thought process of of mixing the lineup up a little bit. You know, Vince, uh, we're obviously extremely young and inexperienced. Um, and since Clark got back, I thought we had it rolling with our certain lineup when he was there. Uh, but since he came back, I think it's just been a tough sequence of trying to figure out who works with whom. And the, I thought the Yale Brown weekend at home was just a really um, inconsistent offensive team, and the defense was just okay. So I think at this point we're trying to figure out if we can go bigger, uh, utilize different aspects. Maybe I took the freshmen and put them on the bench just to give them, during this long season, another look at the, what's happening in the game. I thought they both responded well with it. Uh, but that's it. I mean, that's just trying to figure out if we can figure out a, a lineup that helps us for 40 minutes. Cause you know, it's, it's, that's what it's been. It's a, it's been really good 35 minutes and all these games come down to a certain stretch in a game where we just don't play well. And it ends up biting us at the end that we come up a couple points short. And speaking of the freshmen, Tyler Perkins and Sam Brown, it didn't seem like, their production fell off dramatically. It seemed like their minutes were pretty close to what they had been getting previously. So you, you kind of get what it what it feels like you're looking for. And then, you know, let, for example, you put Cam Thrower in and and he gives you some production that you hadn't been getting in prior games. Yeah, I, I, I you know, Cam's been uh, on his own journey. He started the first couple of games of the year and um, he just – kind of have been inconsistent in practice and just fighting it back and forth. And I thought for the last month, he's really put together practice after practice. And it was apparent, like I thought at the beginning of the year, that he was going to be one of our better offensive players. He's learned to rebound, defend. And to me, he's someone going forward. He's going to have a great two years after this. If he stays with this mindset of every single day, I'm going to come in and, defend, rebound, and let the offense take care of itself because I do think he has a chance to be a really good scorer consistently in this league. Now, as one Delco guy to another, you know, I can't help but notice the parallels of the last two seasons with how the Eagles seasons have gone, right? Doesn't doesn't it all come back to how the Eagles are doing? Like you, you get to last year and you're in a – uh, an Ivy League championship game at Princeton, it, it, what amounts to an Ivy League championship game. And, you know, I'll say it, but I know you won't. You get some questionable um, uh, official capabilities. Let's say, let's put it that way. You go to the Super Bowl, the Eagles all of a sudden, you know, you get a, a, a holding call late in the game when you know if Jalen Hurts gets the ball back, we win the game, right? And, if, and, and like – I, I have this is kind of cathartic for me because I have not been ready to talk about the last game of the year up at Princeton last year, and I have not been able to talk about the Super Bowl until this very moment right here. Now you go into this year, 
and you have Clark Slackert, who is your Jalen Hurts, and then he goes, you know, you're, you get off to this this fantastic start. Everything's kind of rolling. Everything kind of fits together. And I think that Jalen Hurts is a little more hurt coming down the stretch this year than anybody lets on. And I think that kind of derails the Eagles season. And I think Clark Slackert getting hurt and missing that extended period of time and throwing things into chaos a little bit and trying to have you know, force guys to figure it out without who's your top guy. You know, the parallels are, are eerie to me. Um, and I may be working this out in therapy at some point, but you know, talk about, you know, I know I, you don't have to talk about the Eagles, but talk about like the impact of, of Clark and, and how that ha- has kind of forced you into a different mindset. You know, Vince, uh, and I appreciate you saying that. I I'm, I have a difficult time at this point in the season looking at it from 30,000 feet. Um, I felt really good about our team after the Ryder game. We win a road game. We're eight and five, which includes three, uh, you know, overtime losses where we could have been 11 and two. And you and I on this podcast were saying, man, Clark is just having an historic senior year, kind of like Rosen and, all the guys we mentioned, um, and then then that you know we were very thin if that, if we lost him, and it's kind of what happened. But honestly, I, I've been trying to figure out exactly what these young guys are made of, and I do feel we're building the champion. It's just not going to be this year. That game at Dartmouth, I know it's Dartmouth, but like Dartmouth isn't like the worst team in the country. They'd be the fifth best team in the Patriot. That was our best offensive game efficiency-wise in 10 years, way before I got here. It actually goes back to 04 um, in terms of efficiency. These guys had a great week of practice after, which I thought was a really frustrating weekend, Yale Brown, where we just didn't perform. And I'm looking at it like this is a chance to go against three good teams at home and really take another step in our program. So every all of us, understand we're going to get this back on track next year and be someone that can really compete for a championship. So we're going to save the Eagles Jalen Hurts discussion for <laughs> two weeks from now when, when you, you and I are sitting together somewhere with a, with a, a nice tea in front of us and then we'll solve the Eagles problems as well. Exactly. Then, man. I'll definitely dive into that. So now jumping into the three games coming up at home, Cornell, Columbia this weekend. Uh, Columbia, a team that has had its ups and downs, but a veteran group that that has a, a ton of capabilities. Cornell, as you and I have talked about, I just think they're they're the toughest matchup in stylistically in terms of of what's going on in the league. And they they certainly have something to play for because they're one of the three teams tied for first. What What's the mindset going into this weekend? Maybe a couple of keys for each team. Yeah. You know, we've done pretty well against Cornell during this stretch last six games. I think we're five and one up until this game up in Ithaca last time. I, I think it's, it is a real different style. It's, it's not necessarily their defense. It's not necessarily their offense. It's the pace of play that they play with. And it's really, now they got, you know, seven seniors that play it the right way. Um, Brown did a really good job this past weekend of really figuring out, you know, play at your own pace, but you got to take advantage of it when they do take some risk. I think for our guys, we somehow got to play free and go out and really 
understand. I thought up there, we kind of were so conservative, so worried about getting the game sped up. I think the guys are looking forward to a game going up and down and showing that they're way better than they showed up in Ithaca. You have to take advantage of what they do. I think you can hurt them on the glass at times because they scramble so much. But you got to be able to understand the 40 minutes of this pace and play it. And I think our guys right now are excited about that opportunity. And then Columbia uh, as well, kind of, they're, they're, as we talked about before, just a a veteran group that has played together a while. You just talked about Cornell having seven seniors, uh, you know, Columbia coming in, you know, still trying to find their way into that top four. Yeah, they're a very good offensive team. Um, they they got four or five guys who played two or three years together. De La Rosa, to me, is a terrific guard, maybe as good a guard as they're in this league because he just moves without the ball. He gets his own. He does a little bit of everything. Up there, we really hit the glass. We got to the foul line. I thought we played terrific offense, um, but we didn't stop them. And we got to do a better job of doing that. Uh, that's the challenge I keep telling our young guys that now you're in this league. Now you, it's not just about scoring because that's kind of what young players look at. It's about figuring out how to stop this opponent this night and then do your thing on offense consistently day in and day out. Um, we we got to really compete against them defensively. They're good in transition. And I think we can score against them, and we got to use that, uh, obviously, to help us set our defense as well. Well, there you have it, the John R. Rockwell head coach of head of men's basketball, Steve Donahue. This has been the Above the Rim Game Day podcast brought to you by Penn Champions Club. I am Vince Curran. Cornell, Columbia at the Palestra this weekend. Steve, good luck. Hey, thanks, man, man. <laughs>